Hello everybody, my name is Damien and I am one half of the Language Caster team and you're listening to the Learn English Through Football podcast. Now the 2019-20 season has finally finished almost exactly a year after the opening games in the middle of August last year. And this short podcast looks back at my favourite team's 2019-20 season. I'll be reviewing Tottenham's season, and in particular, some of the language that emerged from the good, the bad and the ugly of the Spurs season. Now, we have a transcript with this short report, as well as some vocabulary support, so you can improve your English by reading as you listen, or if you are a teacher of English, you can use the transcript to make several activities for your learners. And if you have any questions, suggestions or comments, then you can email us at admin at languagecaster.com. Way back on August the 10th in 2019, almost a year ago, I went along to the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium to watch the opening game of the 2019-20 season in fairly high spirits. After all, we had reached our first ever Champions League final only 10 weeks before and had then bought three players in the summer transfer window, our first signings in nearly two years, which included the much-coveted French midfielder Tanguy Ndombele. Spurs had finished in the Champions League positions in the previous four years. While there was no talk of a title push, there was plenty of optimism for the new season ahead. Spurs went on to beat newly promoted Aston Villa 3-1 on that opening day, although they did not play anywhere near their best, which, unfortunately for us Spurs fans, was a sign of things to come. Move forward to the end of the Premier League season in July, and Spurs scraped a 1-1 draw away at Crystal Palace to finish in sixth place in the table, seven points short of a Champions League place, and a whopping, a huge, 40 points behind Champions Liverpool. And this was only thanks to a strong post-lockdown run of games. They've changed their manager, suffered huge amounts of injuries, said goodbye to many of the stalwarts from the previous five years, and for the first time in a long time there was some dissent among the players and fans. Let's take a look at some of the highs and lows from the 2019-20 season. My name is Sudia Suju. Uh, I am one of Beşiktaş fans. Uh, you will listen to uh, languagecaster.com. The good. Well, I suppose the post-lockdown run of form was quite good. They only lost one of their last nine games and this run meant European qualification, albeit the Europa League rather than the Champions League for next season. There were good wins over Manchester City, Leicester City and Arsenal and finally their home form at the new stadium started to pick up. Not quite yet a fortress but the team were definitely becoming stronger at the wonderful Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. It was also a good season for new signing Giovanni Lo Celso, who really blossomed in the second half of the season. While star striker Harry Kane, despite missing many games through injury, still finished with 24 goals from 34 matches. But 
club player of the season and uh, Premier League goal of the season winner was Son Heung-min. The Korean striker scored 11 Premier League goals, including that amazing solo run against Burnley when he dribbled at top speed through the whole opposition defence before slotting it past the keeper. The bad. Well, if one month was symbolic of Tottenham's poor season, then it would have to be October. At the start of that month, they were humiliated by German champions Bayern Munich 7-2 at home in the Champions League and then went down 3-0 away at Brighton four days later in the Premier League. Spurs hardly registered a shot on target in this game and also had their keeper and captain, Hugo Lloris, stretched off early on after dislocating an elbow. Ouch. A laboured home draw against bottom-of-the-table Watford and then a defeat away at Liverpool were followed by two more 1-1 draws in early November against Everton and Sheffield United and Spurs fell to 12th place. Then, out of nowhere, the club announced that Maurizio Pochettino had been fired. True, the team had not been playing well for quite some time. They had not won an away game in 2019. But it seemed inconceivable that the manager who had qualified the club for four Champions League competitions and consistently reached higher league positions than any manager had done in the recent past was now gone in early November. Honestly, after that, I didn't really care as much anymore. I was just sad that the previous five and a half years of being a Spurs fan, which had seen massive improvements, lots of attacking football, great comebacks, huge amounts of emotion, lots of homegrown players coming into the first team, and a work ethic that was second to none, all on a shoestring budget, was now all ending. The ugly. Lots of the football that we played under new manager Jose Mourinho was often described as ugly, although he will argue that it was pragmatic and that sixth place in the Premier League during this transition year was as good as he could have done. Dumped out of the Champions League by RB Leipzig and then the FA Cup by Norwich on penalties when Eric Dyer was banned after going into the crowd to confront a fan was nothing to be proud of while Tottenham didn't cover themselves with glory at the start of the lockdown when the club furloughed many of its employees. And although this decision was reversed after public and player pressure, it left a bad taste. Another negative story surrounded our home game against Chelsea in December when Blues player Antonio Rudiger reported racial abuse during the match, causing it to be stopped. Although no one was charged and Neither a police nor a club investigation found anything wrong. This was a worrying incident that hopefully will not be repeated. Okay, that's it for this short podcast. A disappointing season overall for the club, but with a new manager and a fit squad that has already been added to, then maybe a top four place could be possible next season. Although I'm not too hopeful. Don't forget that we have lots of vocabulary support as well as the transcript for this report. And these can be accessed by coming along to our site at languagecaster.com where you can find loads of other football language related resources. Don't forget to say hello to us via Facebook, 
Instagram and Twitter, or our Football Language Forums, and of course by email at admin at languagecaster.com. Thanks everyone for listening. Bye-bye.